Yes, this isn't a podcast, uh, but it'll have to do because everyone's on the podcast app. So I, I want to throw you guys a couple items here on MP3 form for those of you who don't do YouTube. This is uh, two video consoles that ended up being more intellectually stimulating than I thought they would be. Because of all things that came from me, I'm like, oh my god, I was so much smarter than I, I, I sounded so much smarter than I am. So I hope you enjoy them. I keep saying things get back to normal and they don't. Um, because other stuff keeps popping up, and now we're at Christmas time, which is tax season. Cappy's already doing taxes uh, before December's even over. So, you know, and then we'll be at the Southern Command, and maybe things will get back to normal. You never know. But I would like to get back to the days where we had a Clary podcast, a Good Morning Corona Chan, and maybe an Older Brother podcast. But you know how that goes. So, hope you guys enjoy. We have a deep dive one uh, because this was a uh, 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 incredibly philosophical and, and I'd say appropriate uh, good request. Uh, but I had to charge a lot of money because I had to read through an article. I had to sit and think and take notes, uh, though the answer may not be that long. So I want to hear no cut. Here's the Aaron, do all this research. And if I do all the research, I say the answer is 42. Well, that was a short response. It's like all the work went into the research. Here's your answer. Like, you don't go into the mechanic and, like, he hands you the keys. Well, that's it. You just handed me the keys. Like, no, he was under your hood for quite some time. That should be a, a metaphor for getting with a girl. I was under her hood. Was... <laughs> that has nothing to do with what we're talking about today. All right. So, <clears throat> um, is this a woman or a guy? Can I mention your name? Madison. There's plenty. Of, no one's going to know who you are. Madison. So, I don't know if that's a guy or a gal. Man, Atham, if it's a girl, Atham is letting on all these broads. Hi, Aaron. I was wondering if a current technology, more specifically AI, was about to cause the end of free will. With that thought in mind, I did some research and landed on a great article from The Economist. Long, long from being the typical Terminator Skynet conspiracy, AI's powerful power and influence might have much scarier consequences, such as the end of our ability to think critically and develop as individuals. This is the article, and the client links to uh, an article in The Economist, which nowadays, you know, one in every 20 articles is good. Back in the day, 20 out of 20 articles were good. Nowadays, like, socialism, touchy-feely, diversity, uh, maybe some economics. Uh, a cry for freedom in the algorithmic age. And so I provide a link down below. Uh, this is also written by a guy <clears throat> called Gaspard Kerning. Kernig? Uh, he's a French philosopher. I link to his website below because he's he's very intelligent, no doubt about it. He runs a think tank over in France. Uh, him and I would be politically uh, aligned, ideological, philosophically aligned. Politics would be too degrading. <clears throat> but I have my critiques of him, which we'll get to you uh, to later. I would like you to read this article and give us your take on it. This article was written in January of 2020, and it is insane how all the warnings given by then have manifested. Then they were already happening back then. There were no warnings. It was happening. 2020 was not that long ago. Given by then have all manifested themselves in the last two years, censorship, data manipulation, isolation, thought police, and control. 
Which lifestyle habits can we maintain in order to limit negative algorithmic influences on our lives? Uh, you just give up your phone. I mean, you don't watch the news. I'll tell you, I'll answer that question right now. You stop consuming the, the content. You don't have social media. You don't watch TV. And, and a point I'm going to make in my analysis of that, uh, of this article, <clears throat> is uh, this has been going on long before. Mass media in general, okay? It, the internet is just the latest incarnation of it. Uh, I think it was Yuri Bezmenov. Um, I think it was a, it was a CIA agent. Forget who it was. They said, what can we do to make sure we don't get brainwashed? He says, turn off your television. All right. And television obviously predates the internet by quite some time. Um, so th that you just don't consume. Here's what I, you don't consume mass media and you'd be an independent thinker, a brave independent thinker, no matter what the consequences. Okay. Like a, a point because without critical analysis, without the courage to think independently, you will never, ever be able to accurately diagnose the truth. They could always lie with numbers and statistics. Right. I'll give you a perfect example where this has ruined an entire uh, uh, generation. Well, multiple and that generation. It has ruined multiple generations of an entire race. And that is how we lie to black people. Among other people as well, we could just say poor people, but since we always look through things as a lens now through race or traits, as I'd like to, like to expand everyone's mind here, not, it's not race, it's traits. We could say this exact same thing about women or whatever group, but let's use blacks as, a, as an example. <clears throat> no one has the balls or the love or the care or compassion to deliver the tough fatherly love to the black community among other communities that say, stop having kids you can't afford. Because that would hurt their feelings. And it's not even that it would hurt their feelings. That's okay. It's that you'd be worried about the backlash of being called a racist. You're not a racist. You're quite the opposite. Why? Because you're trying to help these people. And that's the thing. Stop consuming mass media. Don't eat their diet. And they be a critical, courageous, independent thinker. And if, if you need to speak the truth, I wouldn't speak the truth. Don't speak it. Just know the truth. But since I'm on the public platform and all that, if someone asks you, you really want to help out society? Yeah, for everyone, not just the black community, but for everyone who's poor, number one cause of poverty, stop having kids you can't afford. And then when all the pearl clutchers, all the Marxists, oh, and then they sling the names at you because you're threatening their money-making operation. You're, you're potentially freeing the slaves from the Democrat parties of the, the black community. You might say, wait a minute. Yeah, he's right. We should stop having more kids. Maybe we even vote, not, maybe not vote Republican, but we certainly stop voting Democrat. That's why you get called an instantism, even though you're actually trying to help out your fellow black individual. Anyway, my, my point is to free yourself from it. Stop consuming the content. Don't believe everything you hear or say. Dude, logic and get. Would you like another example? To answer your question, we'll get to the analysis. But I'll give you another example. All right. This has nothing to do with racial politics or, or sexual politics. <clears throat> you have the official, could be no more official statement that inflation is transitory. Who said it? The professionals did. The, the, the economists probably said it for God's sake. But the economists in, in the government, the economists 
in the banking system, private sector economists, the university economists, central bank, federal government economists. Oh, no, 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 no. We could put off. They even have a bleeping theory called modern monetary theory. Oh, we just print off all the money in the world, but it's okay because it's backed up by the rich people who we can tax. We just print off everything. <laughs> no, man. No. That's all BS. It's all meant to confuse you. Here's the simple question. Did you print off more money? You did. There's going to be inflation. That's it. That's it. And so the the quickest way, you know, to be a political analyst. I'm a political news junkie. Okay, so you're a moron. Garbage in, garbage out. Here, you want to be a genius economist? You want to be a genius political analyst? You want to be a genius sociologist? Bravery, courage, empiricism, and here above all else, common effing sense. Common sense. Did you print off more money? Yeah, you're going to have inflation. Common sense. You have more kids than you could afford? You're going to be poor. Common sense. Here for Here's for the ladies. You want to help? Here. You want to actually try and help out women, but be called sexist in an ironic sense? All right? You want to not be poor? You want to close the wage gap, ladies? Stop majoring in stupid crap. I should get like a pro. Wait. When, when they're clutching their purses, right? They don't clutch their pearls. They clutch their purses. Right? Whatever. Purse clutchers. Maybe we'll put pearl handle on the purse and be per pearl clutchers. Whee! All right. So that, but you do not waste your, I mean, think of all the years you waste getting a doctorate in the social sciences that common sense not only replaces, but surpasses. Bravery and common sense, and you will be better than all the doctorates in all the social sciences in all the world. And that's not a statement of bravado or a, a damning. No, no. All the social science, all the experts are wrong. The wrong in part mostly because they're politically motivated. This is why your old pissed off grandfather, the World War II vet, I guess nowadays Vietnam vet, has more wisdom to be the grizzled old stupid. Remember, you all made fun. Hang on, hang on. Are you guys old enough to remember this? Let's go back in the before time. Do you remember when the boomers? It, it, it is as recent as the Simpsons, okay? But they all made fun of like, oh, the old Grandpa Simpson. Oh, they made fun of the hippies. Oh, you're a square man. Well, let's fast forward 40 years now where the boomers are our old World War II generation now. How'd that work for the boomers? The, the stereotype of the square World War II greatest generation grandpa, you kids and your music and your pot. Chill out, man. We know what we're doing. And now we're all basically uh, uh, <clears throat> the, the destructive wasteland. The, the I don't want to call it victims, but the destroyed society that the boomers laid waste to. They were right. Those curmudgeonly old men were right. You know, I know more Vietnam vets who do not have college degrees. They're smarter than all the social science doctorates because the social science doctorates are morons it's a flawed study you literally literally might as well be doing astrology that's what it's on par with and simple blue collar common sense will trump it all the time so that's how you don't become brainwashed you say no you're poor because you screwed up you're poor because you 
You hide behind your genitalia, blame your laziness on men, and then you go on and major in poetry. You're poor because you spent more than you made. That's it. That's all it is. There it is. And then you too could be one of the world's greatest economists. <laughs> By never going to school or setting foot in an economics class. Um, I, and then I, I'll, I'll just throw this in here. Which life lifestyle habits can we maintain in order to limit negative algorithmic influence? So unplug yourself from the matrix. Here's another thing. Be thin. Be hot. Go to the gym. Try that. I won't explain why, but then you'll see it. Oh, totally different world. Not that I'm super hot or super thin or anything, but I was pretty at one time. How can we push back on this trend, which is turning everyone into NPCs? Normies go to that. But all right. So um, let's go through the analysis here then, and then I'll answer that last question. So, all right. <clears throat> so uh, the basic premise of Gaspard's book and the article is that um, the individual, you're nothing but a, a uh, history, a legacy of choices, all right? especially in how you interact in the world. So you make a choice to do all this and that your choice, your, your right to choose individual, uh, your individuality is determined by the choices you ain't defined by even, <clears throat> and certainly how you interact with the rest of people. So since individual choices are the philosophical atomic unit by which defines you as the individual, anything that affects those choices will also then kind of determine you as an individual. And therefore, are you an individual? Are you mere subject of the environment that forces you to make one choices or the other. And what Gaspard is concerned about is that with AI, an increasing number of our choices are being automated for us. You don't even get to make the mistake. <clears throat> whether, whether it's good for you or not, whether you're influenced by society or not, it's still an influence. You still have the choice as to whether or not to wear a condom or get an abortion or not, and then set your path down a certain life. Or you could be a single mom, right? But he's saying like, no, we're, we're even at the small level, we are having choices taken away from us by automatic uh, 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 artificial intelligence. And it could be something as simple as like what route you take with Google. And, and you could see it and it all you think, oh, well, yeah, how, how much are ever frustrated? Have you, you here you are. You lived in your country, state, whatever town for 20 years. You know that town like the back of your hand. You also are so familiar with that town. You know where traffic backs up so that you can adjust and adapt to a changing environment to get to the place. How many of your girls like pull up the app? It has to go this way. And you're like, no, that's wrong. Well, and the app takes you through some effing route. You're going through bad. You're spending more time looking at the map. Look, do I go right? Chris Billy and Quillow Way Road Court. Lost in some damn suburb. The hell I remember Chicago 38th North. I knew I was 38 blocks north of downtown. <clears throat> 28th Street West. I know I'm 28 blocks west of downtown. How hard was that? But from that, all the way to you could say influence of social media, and he's talking about that. He's concerned that's going to erode individuality as we outsource our decisions more and more. Uh, to AI, predominantly through social media. Uh, and also by consequence, society will be no longer an individualistic society. This would obviously have caught consequences when it comes to uh, liberty or democracies. 
where if you're influenced by AI, AI has made the decision for, has it already? Did you not notice how big tech was like, oh yeah, not Trump, not Republicans. <clears throat> like, and, and it makes you be the board. So yes, you could see, yeah, big, big ramifications. He's not wrong. Some is like, okay, it takes us an extra two minutes because my ditz of a wife decided, oh, yeah, we have to go with the, the abscess, the abscess, the abscess. Take your effing nose out of that goddamn app and shut up. You're so, so rude, so, so angry. You're such an individual. I find you even more attractive, but I'll cry now because it hurt my feelings. This article in Cosmo says, yeah, yeah. Okay, Borg. Borget. <laughs> I know you guys like NPCs. Uh, uh, Borget. Okay, Borget. See a little French. Gaspard's French. At, that would probably be French, I'd imagine. Just trying to make him feel welcome here on this analysis. All the French guys. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, you could see where if everyone keeps outsourcing their decisions, whether it's on a micro level or a macro level, this will have large consequences. And I'll just admit right now, I, okay, democracy, that's fine. But if, you're, if your algorithm, you failed to carry the one, let, let's analogize this to the European Space Agency where they tried to send some kind of thing to Mars some satellite <clears throat> and it was a joint operation. And quite literally it was someone forgot to carry the one, except it wasn't carry the one. It was one formula to convert from metric to standard. Someone failed to do that. Well, what happened? A $250 million um, uh, uh, space project was wasted. $250 million wasted. That's just one slight mistake. All right. And if the algorithm is wrong because the people who go and program the algorithm at Google, Facebook, or whatever are all a bunch of Marxists who actually believe in, in stupid concepts like privilege and diversity having value. Like, no, no. Diversity of thought has value. Diversity of traits does not. And then they program that into a society-wide algorithm called social media, not with the objective point of, of converting everyone to the Democrat or in this case, Labor Party or Socialist Party. But that's a consequence or a byproduct. You fail to study history and that, and that one little formula now has disastrous consequences. You know, I, I would argue not teaching kids and people about economics has had horrifically. It's ended Western. It's ended civilization. That will be the demise because we couldn't teach people spend less than you make and stop printing off money. See how see how some uh, modern monetary theory make money printer go burr. Why is rent so high? You know, a, a blue collar common sense man can see that <clears throat> these people stuck in the matrix, the Borgs themselves don't realize that the, that is the route. And now we're going to have financial problems. <clears throat> um, but that that is where Gaspard, among other people, is like, you need to. This is why the freedom of speech is so important. And why the big tech platforms, I hope the YouTube censors are listening. You ought to be ashamed of yourselves. You may not like what non-Borg people say. You may not like what fringe people say, but it's kind of important for these people to say it because you know what? Would you like two examples? Three? Would you like three examples where one person could have prevented multiple trillions of dollars pain and agony in the U.S. economy alone? The dot-com bubble, the housing bubble, and the education bubble. Now, I'm not the only voice that warned everybody about it. 
but I was certainly in the minority and I was scathed and reprimanded. But even the dot com bubble, there wasn't the internet yet to have it. You still have society acting like a group of sheep, and we're going to get to that later, already reprimanding someone who doesn't go with the tribe. And you big tech censor people are silencing those voices of disagreement and whatnot uh, that may end up actually being the thing like the Titanic's going to sink. And it's not like this crazy guy thinks the Titanic's going to sink. You you ostracize them. You deplatform them. Uh, Brendan Ike, anybody? Uh, you tech people know about Brendan Ike, right? So he donated to a political um, <clears throat> a platform, what is it, a cause, whatever. He donated money to the uh, anti-gay marriage amendment in California. This is going back quite some time ago where the the political cause he donated to was against allowing gay marriage. If I remember correctly, don't quote me, but it, it had something to do with, with gay rights. Now, I'm a libertarian. I am all for gay rights. I would disagree politically with that individual. But he got fired because he donated to that from Mozilla. Really? You're going you're gonna to squash these variables? You're going to go after their livelihood? Like, I completely disagree with communists. But I'm not for firing half the baristas in the world because they're Marxists. I'm like, yeah, they should be able to have that. And, and sometimes you can learn something from people you politically disagree with. For example, I disagree with UBI, which is what we did in an experiment with the, with the um, stimulus checks. All right. But one good thing to come of that is the great resignation where people are now forcing employers to actually pay a living wage. We're like, nope, screw you. And there was much needed, I wouldn't even say reform, but great ass-kicking and beatings needed among American employers to get their heads out of their asses and have like, a, I've already come up with a, a bill of worker rights uh, for today in America. But like, <clears throat> you don't lie about job duties. There's no mandatory political training. You must give on the job training. If you don't need a college or de degree, don't require it. That came from the left. <clears throat> Wouldn't have come if you didn't have this experiment with UBI. All right. So it is very important to have a diversity of thought in whatever marketplace of ideas or global marketplace of communications and discussion, uh, public squares. And, and because, and, and I know this because for the most part, all of big tech employees from the mailboy to the CEO, they're all indoctrinated with leftist thought. They're all biased to the left. They are going to pilot this Titanic ship democracy heavily influenced democracy and and guide society into an iceberg if they're not careful if they don't allow for free speech and what the concern that um <clears throat> gaspard has is that forget and, and, and forget big tech big tech is just an amalgamation every organization you have in the united states at the atomic in the world at the atomic level is the individual. And if you corrupt the individual to no longer think independently, we will not have that ability to sit atop of a mountain and identify threats and opportunities. And that's one that's one main complaint. Before the internet, we're going to get to this again. Before the internet, the way you get to the top of, of a corporation is you obey. You don't think. 
This is how Wall Street, world's financial experts, got caught with their pants down and a dildo shoved up their ass with no lube on the housing crisis. Because they obeyed. They didn't allow independent thinkers to identify opportunities. How many many examples do you want me to give where all of society is a bunch of freaking sheep? Right? You know how hard? No, no. IBM didn't want Bill Gates' Microsoft idea. Ben Franklin, they're not around, not the individual, the, the dime store, Ben Franklin stores. They refused the Walton Brothers Walmart idea. These people are so obedient, so conditioned, they never identify opportunities or threats. And so, a housing crisis can destroy Wall Street. Uh, uh, an education bubble can destroy three generations approaching now. And uh, <clears throat> opportunities. Ben Franklin could have been a multi-billion dollar corporation if it just bought out the Walton brothers back in the 60s or 70s or whenever the heck they started. Nope. All sheep. And and that, that trend, that desire for humans to obey and be part of the tribe, I would say has already existed in society, but is being accelerated and, and broadened and standardized with social media. I mean, look at how many girls. Oh, yeah, I'm a feminist. Have you thought about what that means? Have you looked to see what other people under that banner are doing? You know, I mean, it's it's just like, nope, we're just good. And so <clears throat> his concerns are absolutely right. But I would say these concerns are already there. Um, so that that's the, the main thesis, I would argue, probably of his book and certainly the article. And logically, his his primary concern is with big tech. I think this is the main conduit by which he's worried about AI making all the decisions. Um, and his one of his main concerns is limiting free speech. And so his solution, which I I think goes, which is fine, it's it's germane to the topic of conversation. They say, what do you recommend? He says, well, we should have private rights, um, to our 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 data. We should be able to sell our data to to Facebook and Google and YouTube. And and that's fine. And that's academic. And this is one of the problems I have with him as an individual is he's an academic. How do you do that? How do you roll it out? It also ignores the natural monopoly nature of platforms. We only need one YouTube. We only need one Twitter. We only need one Facebook. And certainly you could have competitors rise, but society, that's the whole point is an economies to scale uh, type of thing. But uh, so in it's a solution. Maybe it's an idea. He doesn't have the, the nuts and bolts worked out, which is fine. That's what academics do. I got a great idea. How is it practical? I don't know. I'm an academic. La, 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 la. I'm like, thanks. Thanks, Herman Hoppe. <laughs> I don't hate him. I just, someone had me study him. I'm like, okay, talk about a theoretician. All right. Did you ever swing a baseball bat? You ever cop a field of boobies? You ever live in the real world? Well, um, but anyway, the the larger point is he's right. All right. If you have more and more decisions made by robots, by a Borg-like AI social matrix platform, you're going to, I mean, look at recommendations on YouTube. I mean, you're going to have things like Trevor Noah is is popular. 
that's considered witty. John Stewart was the think about again before the internet was due. John Stewart was like the source where all Gen Xers got their news. John Stewart. <clears throat> um, you know, again, how many times it just shows you how long the brainwash has been going on. Uh, you know, every, every oh, big shock all the way from mass media journalism back in the day to modern day Facebook. Oh, the Democrats again. I wonder if they're going to help out the black community this day. This time it'll be different. Right. And so you, you get the wrong salute. You lose progress because, well, here's another one. This wasn't even mentioned in the article, but he was talking about how um, by going through big tech and social media, um, you enforce, uh, rules and laws the government could never hope to like the freedom of speech you can't say certain things now because of big tech because you it essentially has created an, an east german stasi the east germans could only dream of having right now they got their neighbors turning in tuning uh, turning against each other um <clears throat> oh what was i going to go with that you got this matrix it could go the wrong way ah, i forgot where i was going with it uh but but you get the point. You get the point that we are no longer or less and less individuals. Mass media, social media, big tech is is I would argue accelerating this trend. It's not uh, creating it, <clears throat> and there are consequences for thinking like sheep. Right? So he's right. All right. But here are my my three criticisms of the three mistakes he makes. And so um. He makes a rookie mistake of thinking that everybody is like him, independent-minded. And this is kind of the uh, <clears throat> the the friend mistake. Like, you'll hear some... Okay, for example, I cannot understand beating a woman. I can't. I can't. I can't understand getting in a fight with a guy unless he's attacking you. I, that's more personal, like, and up in front because you've had that happen, like, on the on the playground. But as an adult, like, I can't see it. Like, if it's that bad of a situation, you leave. I don't care how wrong you are or wrong she, you just leave at that point. You leave, you walk away. Uh, but then you hear people like, oh, I can't believe she's still with that guy. Oh, I can't believe this girl did, did that thing to that guy, whatever, divorce him, whatever. It doesn't matter. And like, oh, I, I can't believe they did that. Well, yeah, the reason you can't believe that is because you don't hang around with evil, bad people. Most people surround themselves with good people or what they at least think is good people. And then they think, I can't believe that exists. Well, yeah, because you selection bias, you've surrounded yourself by people you genuinely like. And, and everyone's got skeletons in the closet and they want, but at least the front they put to you is that they're good people. <clears throat> so you can't believe it. That doesn't mean it doesn't happen. And so um, he, he thinks that like people have this independent thought that people are not sheep. That they all head up libertarian think tanks like he does in France. It's like, no, man. No, people are sheep. And and I can't be too critical of him on this because I didn't come to this conclusion until I was like 38, 39. This is no more than five, six, seven years ago. I thought people were resilient against brainwashing. No, man. People are totally, sub, sub, they are totally subjective to brainwashing. Only like five to 10% of people are really, uh, uh, resistant to brainwashing 
Heck, 80% of college degrees are awarded that are awarded are worthless. At minimum, 80% of people are stupid and brainwashable sheep. And so he he's like, oh, <clears throat> obviously people have the cognizance and the sentience and the awareness and the critical thinking to Hey, you're influencing our independent decision-making. Even the premise of this article is, is uh, uh, overly optimistic in what the average human brain is capable of. He's like, did you know that like the concept, like, yeah, more and more our decisions are making, you know, we're a collection of individual, our individuality is a collection of individual decisions we've made going all the way back since we had sentence and the ability to choose. Your average human being can't even understand that. Your average human being is horking down wings, effing his fat wife, and she kind of gives him like starfish sex, and they got to worry about divorce, and they're in debt. Why? Because the television told them to buy the, the fancy trinket or the SUV. 80% of the college bound. That's the smarter two-thirds. Well, first, two-thirds of people go to college now in the West. <clears throat> so there's a bunch of lemmings. 80% of a major in stupid stuff. Our smartest two-thirds still screw up 80% of the time. All this independent thinking, why is it young people continue to vote for the left no matter where you go if they're so independent-minded? Why do the independent-minded people who pound their fist, they're independent, all think the same way? Why do the strong independent women on every dating platform vote left, swipe left if you like Trump, uh, like to travel and are just mass-produced blocks of boring styrofoam? They're not, <laughs> and I, uh, not in his, his last name is, Kinning. Kerning? It's the O-E. So it's German, I think. And Mr. Kerning, you're smarter than the average person. You are. It's the turkeys and the eagles. It's the wolf and the sheep. Uh, his, his big mistake is he assumes, one, the majority of people want to be independent-minded, and two, that they're even capable of it. And my contempt, and that's the most precise word for the average person out there, has so gone away. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. My my care, concern, and my respect for the average person out there has gone so far away. It has been replaced with contempt that my future, once I get around to it, is to make money off of people by ruining their lives legally. Because I don't respect them. It also didn't help that every common normie could form me an inferior out there calls me a name and an ist and an ism and a bad person while I'm trying to help out people. <clears throat> um, I, I have such contempt for the normies conformies and inferiors. I don't view them as an enemy, but they have ruined not just my life, but all of society. And just like Oprah and the Democrat Party, you have every right to take advantage of them and enrich yourself off of these cattle. You still idealistically or he still idealistically thinks that these people have the ability and the desire to wake up from the matrix. They do not. Right. So uh, and I'll tell you this. So your audience then would be the not sheep. Well, the not sheep. I don't know if you've noticed the people in command. You think the Democrat Party wants black people to get off the plantation and wake up? You think they want to like get people to think you think they want kids not to go to college? No, the powers that be, corporations. OK, another example. You think Nike Corporation wants young black men to wake up, say, whoa, hang on, one hundred eighty dollars for a pair of shoes. 
I could buy a bike or a, a moped or get a down payment on a moped, start Ubering and make some money. You think they want them to wake up? No. So there's no incentive, whether it's the sheeps or the malicious shepherds, to wake the cattle and the sheep and the herd up. <clears throat> Not at all. So it does remain a purely academic discussion. And it won't be until we're all starving and the electricity off that we get back to brass tacks. Like, boy, we really need to be empirical and truth-based right now. We cannot afford this luxury of pretty lies in UBI uh, to, for, before people have a huge incentive, namely their survival, to be empirical and realistic and stop sparing people's feel feelings. <laughs> all right? So that's your first mistake. It's a nice, nice article. Very intellectually stimulating for the 1% of the population who's going to appreciate it, but no one else is going to get it or care about it. All right, two, his solutions then, and this is where it's like, oh, precious academics. No, I refuse, I refuse to call him doctor. He has a doctor in philosophy. That's not a real degree, and, and you could see his lack of street smarts in this. His recommendations are to intervene on people's behalf. Like he doesn't assume any of these people have individual choice. And whereas they all are sheep, most of them are sheep. They do make the choice to sign the terms and conditions, don't they? They do agree to sign up for Facebook and YouTubes and the interwebs, right? <clears throat> but he's like, we got to come up with property rights laws. We have to protect these people. It's like, well, are the individuals or not? And one, one thing, and this is where I, I had to laugh. This is probably the most contradictory thing about what his stated aims are. With we got to, you know, we got to wake people up. His solution, one of them, and he didn't connect the dots, which because I understand it went beyond the scope. So maybe I'm missing something. But his one of his solutions was like, we should get UBI. I'm like, are people individuals or not? Are they sheep? If they're sheep, they need UBI and they should be sent to slaughter. They should be here to serve us if we got to pay them to exist. All right. But if they're individuals and you're worried about individuality, then they should not be getting UBI. They should they should uh, uh, experience and and endure the full costs and consequences, or enjoy the full benefits and 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 profits of their good and bad decisions. Where the UBI, you know who UBI is for? Sheep. Not independent-minded people. They're for sheep. You know who needs UBI? Little children. You know who needs UBI? People that are so lazy and stupid, they think that they're entitled. They don't even get to the concept. They don't know where food comes from. Yeah, go ask anyone on UBI or welfare in general. Where does the food come? Most of them are like, it comes from the store. They don't even wear farms. And so if you read through the article... <clears throat> He's calling for a call of action like we need to do something for the individuals, which contradicts his argument that they're individuals. <laughs> and I'm one I'm more of one like, look, if we all evolve to become the Borg, OK, if we all evolve to go back, you know, forget space exploration, forget like, well, the sun's going to supernova. We better it's going to go super red giant moon or uh, sun first. We got to get off this planet. Let's move this way. And I'll be like, no, give me that. And, and equality and justice for what? For what? Because you have a, a big screen TV, but you don't have slightly as nice of a car as, as the guy who works as a plumber. Uh, these people, <laughs> I, 
you are they are not they're not uh independent minded people right but you're not you're not helping the situation by enabling them to continue not being independent individual uh, individuals so your solution is either to let them continue to make stupid choices and suffer the consequences or you interact on their behalf which means they're not individuals right at least at the beginning they get to make the choice i'm going to be a welfare bum am i going to be a producer i'm going to major in something worthwhile or i'm going to major in worthless leftist liberal arts slop if you've got to come in there who got to intervene you've now completely contradicted the whole point of this article so that's that's uh another main one um <clears throat> uh and here's the other one he, I don't know if he acts like this or he doesn't, but it seems to me like everyone's like, this is new. Look out. The internet will brainwash you. Oh, you mean like Vogue, Vogue magazine and Moselle and Teen Vogue and Cosmo before the internet, they brainwashed an entire generation of women. You didn't need the internet. Mass media was around the entire time. Before the internet, you had everyone brainwashed to think they were going to go and become Wall Street executives or they're going to become um, 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 actors and actresses in L.A. <clears throat> Sex in the City predates the internet. Mass broadband internet, anyway. They convinced young women that they didn't need no man. Women by the thousands actually moved to New York City thinking that's what it was like. You had... An entire starting in Woodrow Wilson's day, you convince people with uh, <clears throat> wasn't the Great Society. What was it? The, the Progressive Era, right? With Woodrow Wilson predates that. But starting there, and starting with Marx, you got people to actually believe that not only not working was a way to have an economic system. But that nowadays, more modernly, that that's something to be proud of and to have it the center of your existential purpose and existence in life. I'm a socialist. I'm a feminist. I'm an environmentalist. Do you work? No, but I'm proud and amazing. I need a government. I mean, think about your rank and file modern day young leftists today in the United States. They are proud. They are parasites. And that that happened now, you could say uh, Gen Z, they have been brought up with the Internet, but certainly the millennials, they weren't brought up fully with the Internet. And Gen X, they're all a bunch of social. How would they get there? We've brainwashed people long ago. You got, OK, baby boomer women before the Internet, well before the Internet, and certainly Gen X women, careerist women. Where'd that come from? Goes against all your genetic, biological and human nature still happen. You got people to vote away freedom. And this you got <clears throat> has nothing to do with politics. How many hun literally hundreds of millions of men's lives have been wasted where their peak pinnacle, the happiness is sitting at a bar, getting fat, horking down burgers and wings and light beers, watching the game. This goes back to the Nika revolts. With the blues and the greens, Gasper, do you know that? Do you know that story, the Byzantium Empire? Do you know that one? Where whatever, the, the, the gladiator teams, they had different, I think it was the blues, the, the greens, the reds, and the whites. Those were like the four teams in um, Nika. And I think it was the blues and the greens fought against each other. And one team won, the blues won, let's just say. And the greens 
were upset and the Greens rioted and the Byzantium Empire almost collapsed. And then Princess Theodora came in, actually one of the few truly courageous, strong women in history. Ooh! Yes, uh, Sheryl Sandberg is not not a brave, strong, just not completely scripted, came from a privileged background. Princess Theodora, though, balls. <clears throat> But the whole point is one team beat the other, a color, a color. And then they rioted and almost destroyed the empire because their team lost. And today's modern day incarnation is somebody throws the remote against the dude because the Minnesota Vikings didn't make a field goal, which was hilarious. Remember that? Here's another one for you to study, Gasper. There's this team in the United States, football team, the real football, not the football it's a little bit more violent. And now everyone's grabbing the knee. Ah! The wind hit it. Shut up. <clears throat> um, so the Minnesota Vikings, uh, they got to almost to go to the championship game twice, and they missed it twice because of a missed field goal. And field goals are pretty easy, unless you're far away, but they weren't far away. This is very this is like the easiest thing to do, get field goals. And they screwed it up twice. And, oh, my gosh, all the, the Vikings fans were apoplectic. They were enraged because they're too stupid to realize that's a game that has nothing to do with you. You're not involved. You don't own that Minnesota Vikings sports team. You, these players don't know who you are. They couldn't care less about you. But that's how dumb and brainwashed American men are. Well, and Byzantium people, oh, do I have to talk about the hooliganism in European soccer? Or what about what happens in, in uh, Mediterranean and uh, Brazilian, Portuguese, uh, uh, South American, etc., Latino foot, uh, football, soccer, when a team doesn't win? Do people lose their bleep? They do. <clears throat> this brainwashed sheep has been going on for millennia. It is merely the vehicle or the media that we use to go and brainwash them. And they'll follow, man. They'll follow them. Before, I'm so happy that before I died, I realized that most people are sheep. And that I, in my own mind, I didn't like bend the rule. I'm like looking at them like, huh. You know, people were nice to me <clears throat> in the past. I say, gee, thanks, Aaron. I, I know you tried to stop people from majoring in stupid stuff or the housing crisis or this. But all I get is flack from them. No, these people deserve to be enslaved. They deserve it. And if they enslave themselves through social media, they ruin their lives. They waste their one precious finite moment buying crap they can't afford, enslaving themselves. Gee, what, did that exist before the internet? It did because people bought crap the shiny box told them to. Hmm. So I wouldn't worry about the internet. All right. It's just the latest incarnation. Yeah, it's just the latest brainwashing tool. The powers that be are going to brainwash the sheep so that women keep buying $5,000 purses instead of throwing money into a 401k. So the young morons go to college and give professors and college administrators, uh, you know, $150,000. Oh, and then you get more Democrat voters, or in your case, the social, whoever the Socialist Party is over in, in France. <laughs> It's just, look at it, man. Look at it. It's a big machine. It's the Eloy and the whatever, the Morlocks. Except the Morlocks aren't like these 
basement-dwelling, evil, cavernous uh, predators. They're incredibly intelligent, almost alien-like people flying up on Elysium. This is our, our cattle. Our cattle are the humans down below. Oh, yes, we're genetically the same. And yes, you can't visually discern one human from the other. But you got enough intelligence points. You got enough IQ points. Everyone should read. Hang on. By the way, where is it? <clears throat> I don't want to spill my. Uh... Here. Get this. Get this, guys. Look at the numbers. Chris of the high IQ. Look how few smart people there are in this damn world. They're They're different. Because they know how to enslave all the other people. And you know what? These people will do it. They will sign up for it. You promise them a shine. You try and tell them the truth. You're ostracized. You're an ist or an ism or just a mean poopy head. And we're going we're gonna to take your money away. We're going to fire you. We're going to deplatform you. What do you mean there's an education bubble? Oh, you're just a destroyer of dreams. Okay. Well, then I guess since you're not going to be friendly when I try to help y'all. Yeah, you know what? You're my bitch. You're my cattle. You're my sheep. You're my herd. And I'm going to slaughter all of you and take as much money out of you as I possibly can. And so in that sense, I can't really fault the Democrat Party, the Socialist Parties, the Labor Parties. <clears throat> I can't fault the professors for getting paid $300 a credit from dumbass sheep that come along. I'm going to change the world. I'm going to fight for justice. Uh, I have a liberal arts degree. Can I go to law school and help for equity initiatives? Yeah, you're going to sign away at the dotted line for non-forgivable student loan debt? Thank you. Now you've just enriched the Democrat Party and the education system. <clears throat> That's been happening, man. It's been happening. So we get back to your uh, point. How can we push back on this trend, which is turning everyone into... No, everyone was an NPC. They already were, and 8% of the population was conditioned for it. You don't owe it to push back. Your life is finite. I'd recommend you get on... Honestly, if I were to be truly, purely Machiavellian, I would I would recommend a young person. You, you join the Democrat Party. You, you study economics on your side. And, and you just create lies to sell to the people. Now, you go be an engineer in the real world, but your side gig, you tell sweet lies. Write, write uh, Harley Quinn romance novels. Go write for the Hallmark Channel. <laughs> oh, yeah, ladies, you average average plain Jane, single mom. And here, here comes an astronaut cowboy and an oil tycoon baron slash race car driver. And they will fight each other for your insurance. Just give us your money. Sure, yeah, you're down, you're oppressed. Here's Colin Caper Dickless, and he's going to sell you. Just buy these shoes, and you're down with the cause, right? Oh, yes, yeah, <clears throat> yeah, you know, you're oppressed, sweetheart. Yeah, it's the patriarchy. You know what? If you go and be an insufferable pain in the ass that nobody will want to hang out with, you get an MBA, and you work really hard, you pay a lot of taxes, and you make a corporation millions of dollars, then you'd be, you'd be boss girl by the age of 52. And don't worry, as long as you spend another $120,000 in IVF, give those people more of your money, they'll still have a kid. <clears throat> and I guess, you know, that'd be my final. Gaspard is so preciously cute. Oh, look at the academic thinking there's a solution to this. Oh, he's so, look at his little cheeks. He's a lot of pitch him. And you look at his background. Yeah, he's like, he's never worked in the real world. <laughs> he's just, 
Doctrine philosophy, more education. I'm thinking something. Could have done that for free with the library. Um, and, and that's the problem with academics is they're like, hey, wait a second. Yeah, how are you gonna execute that there, Plato? He's Plato and Socrates. I don't think they went to school. I think they just sat in their yogas. Um let me get back to the question, make sure I didn't skip anything. Uh how can we push back on this trend, which is turning everyone to NPCs and normies conformists and max out on our opportunities? Like, well, I'd recommend um, reading How I Found Freedom in an Unfree World. I'd recommend my book, Enjoy the Decline, Accepting Living with the Death of the United States. I got it right here. Get, get this. This book is very good. It, it, that, that will uh, go into a deep dive on how to deal with that. Um, <clears throat> I'd also recommend The Way of Monkey book by Turd Flingy Monkey. I recommend that you focus on being the individual. Uh, oh, a must read. Hang on. Here it is. This is a must read. No, that's not it. Where'd it go? Here. Uh, sanity is the future of wealth. This is a short one. That's a that's a one one poo toilet paper read. <clears throat> get this one. That that's going to be that will really get you going. Um, all that's unavailable on paperback. Uh, on paperback, Kindle, Audible on Amazon. Uh, but you don't you are not your brother's keeper. Especially in this world of lazy, worthless sheep. You you are not your brother's keeper. I tried, man. I tried for 20 years as an economist to stop people from doing stupid things. They want to do stupid things. And I'm done. And I'm going to make my money on them. I, I, would, I would say at minimum, you focus on the individual. You find the best group of friends you possibly can. You stay in physical shape. You find a girl. Or, I don't know if you're a girl or a guy. But regardless, you get in great shape, you find someone you really like, and you have great sex. That's a great way to get back at the left in general or the conformists is to just be hot and have great sex. Um, <clears throat> you you go fishing. You don't pursue money. I mean, get money, make good money, but don't have that be your life. Like, Be a minimalist. I got a class on minimalism. If you want to want to take that, that will be offered probably in 2022. Um and, and go find a place you want to live. That's why another one, This a lot of books that will help you out in these endeavors is reconnaissance, man. It's U.S. specific. But go find out where you want to live. So your environment is enjoyable. You know, I got my nice little cabin here out in the woods. Literally. It's nice. I got my little pond, <clears throat> little stream if there would ever be some rain again coming through. Um, it, it's, it's nice and it makes me happy, even though I'm in a, a socialist, socialist-like country. Uh, but that is what you do. And for God's sake, don't waste your time trying to save the sheep. They can't be saved and they don't want to be saved. And that that's the minimum. OK, that's the minimum you do. You focus on the individual. You make sure your life here counts. If you want to do something beyond that, above and beyond the, the call of duty, you take advantage of the sheep. You lie to them. Oh, yeah. You set up. A, a per I'll give you a perfect business template. Um, just to show you, uh, set up a nonprofit, whatever it is. Oh, especially if you, if you attach a trait to it, girls, uh, help women, blah, blah, blah. Oh, he cares about the women. Here's some money. Yep. And then 2% might actually make it to a woman and 98% goes to compensate you for administration. I saw this a lot in, um, the dot-com days where people would set up a .com. And it still happens to this day. Like they set up a new technology. Oh, Theranos is a perfect example. 
<clears throat> oh, you set up a company, get a bunch of funding. You're the chief executive. Was there ever a product? No. Did you ever have an intention of making a, a profitable product? No. It's just research and development. But you pay yourself an executive salary, $500,000 a year. You do that for three years, you're retired. You're done. If you have like, and I'd recommend this, to, this, is, this is not good. It's not moral, but F good and moral. These investment bank dopes will throw money at anything. You come up with a technology that most people are too lazy to go and calculate and figure out and understand. You talk over their heads and then you deliver this. Like, I understand if this is a little bit complicated you know, over most people's heads, but here's what it generally, and that will insult the pride of investment bankers. And they'll show you, you know how they're going to show you? They're going to show you by funding you. <laughs> I'll show that guy. I'll give him $7 million. <clears throat> Say thank you. We'll keep you updated. Oh, some snafus. Oh, we're having problems with the flux capacitor. Oh, flux capacitor. Having trouble with the flux capacitor. Oh, I have an MBA from Harvard. Oh. And you just pay yourself a nice $1.2 million out of that $7 million for your salary. That's what you should do. That's what you, and then you go buy property in a country where people haven't lost their freaking minds, preferably a poorer country or a culturally stable country somewhere in Asia. You know, like the Japanese are very culturally stable. They're Japanese, Thailand, uh, Taiwan, uh, Taiwan. Yeah, actually Thailand, uh, uh, Malaysia, Indonesia. I mean, visit these places first. You know, I, I have a buddy, I won't mention who, but this person has moved to a Middle Eastern country. Oh, Terry. Yeah. You know what? Pretty stable. They don't have woke politics. They don't have fat chicks saying, you better look how hot I... They don't have plus-size mannequins in the malls. People leave them alone. All you got to do is maybe hear the uh, the prayers to Allah five times a day. And I don't know if he's got to pay the tax. I, th I think, obviously, he's not Muslim, but I think he's got to pay the tax. Or maybe not. I don't know. Um, But they leave you alone. You don't have to deal with this nightmare like, hey, you really ought to spend less than you make. We're going to burn down buildings. Oh, that's smart. <clears throat> Wishing you a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. Well, thank you. So there you go. I hope that kind of answered your thing. Um, Let me go through the super chats. Let me see if I missed any. Let's go all the way back. Today is the day I don't do anything. All right. Let's scroll through and see the chats. Nonstop trade, two buck sensors, hate speech detected. Send them to the gulag. Yeah, it's going to come to that. I can't wait until, like, and here's understand this. People don't understand. Well, why did the, the leftists turn on each other? Why did Stalin kill a bunch of leftists? Why did Lenin and all them have this infighting? What was with Trotsky and all this? The whole point of leftist leadership is so you don't have to work for a living. It's the same reason that, like, if you go through European, all European history is here. I've, I'm going to save you thousands of years of human European history. <clears throat> the French hate the Brit, uh, the the British. The British hate the French. We're going to fight each other, right? And while if they weren't fighting, someone was always trying to kill the king because they want to be king. But you didn't want to be king if you were smart, which they weren't. You didn't want to be king. You want not know why? Because someone's always trying to kill you because they want to be king. That's why he didn't want to be king. And these leftists think that they're all going to be the leader and none of them are going to be the foot soldiers. They're all going to be generals and they're not going to be privates. And they don't realize that other people 
with more daddy's connections, probably more resources, more charisma, will get rid of you. And by get rid of, I do mean kill. <clears throat> you mean kill? I do mean kill. No one's going to get that one. That's the obscure movie no one's going to get. <clears throat> Eliminate. Don't you mean kill? I do mean kill. Um. So what's going to happen is leftists get sent to the gulags because none the the defining characteristic and trait of a leftist is laziness. They don't want to work. And they don't want to work so much they will gladly kill their political brethren if it means that can only be one premier, can be only be one commissar. Everybody else better get to the work hard, work farms and the factories. And most leftists don't want it, and they will fight to the death. Look at people will be bums. People will be homeless before they get a job. That laziness, I would almost argue laziness is a more powerful force than sex drive. Because I guess you can see that so many people are playing video games and being neats instead of chasing girls. That's why a lot of people are going to end up in the gulag. Nonstop trade, two bucks. Cars at 2026. 20, Wrong thing detected. Rerouted you. Dude, they're already nagging you. They're already nagging you. Ding, 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 ding. Your seatbelt's been on. Ding, ding, ding. Your light's been on. Ding, ding, ding. Your blinker's been on. You guys don't have to get married. You could just get a new car. And it will nag you to death. Fred Freeman sold two bucks. Bud took me to church in Texas. Cute Christians everywhere. Okay, well, ask him out there, Fred. I'm not hearing myself. The goddamn bacon for 270. What's the best fast casual dining in Rapid City? Um, Sonic. Sonic is the fast food. That's your best best bet. Now, Taco Bell is good. I haven't really eaten at McDonald's, but Sonic is the best. They got it done. Boom, 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 ba, ba, bum, and you're out. Um, but I would not go to any restaurants like a sit-down restaurant. Don't even bother. Just don't bother. Uh, the IHOP, which is on a far north and even west side of town. No, north side of town. Um, drive past the uh, uh, parking lot because I got to go there because there's the lows every once in a while. If you drive past the parking lot, if there's not a lot of cars in and the open sign is on, then you could go. But if there's if that parking lot is half full, don't even bother. But uh, yeah, your best bet is Sonic and gas stations or the grocery store. And then continue on to your destination. But there's no there's no reason to go sit down anywhere. Nonstop Dre two bucks. Is free will like a potential? Greetings from is free will like free will. No, free will is a free will, I'd say, is a declaration on how you're gonna make decisions and what you're gonna allow to control your life. Uh, but that potential, it, it's like, I'm going to try my, I'm going to aim for my most potential, but you also are aware that you are governed by society. It's not just free will. I am the next Sterling Cooper and a bunch of redheads with big boobs. You got to come over here and we're going to have a harem. There's it's within the governance of reality and nature. Uh, but free will, I'd say is a declaration where it's like, no, I'm going to make my own choices. And I would say it's a, a statement of courage. I'm going to be fully accepting and responsible of the costs and consequences of my decisions, but also the amount of labor I'm going like, cause for example, I will make the choice not to be fat. Okay. Now what are the, what are the ramifications? Well, they're all good. Actually. Uh, well, I, I might get more girls. I'll be healthier. I'll look better. 
So those are the ramifications, but the drawbacks, okay, you might pull a, a muscle. Like I, I screwed up my finger working out. I got I have a doctor look at it, but it doesn't bend all the way now. It's minor, but okay, there's a cost of consequence. <clears throat> but the work involved is you got to put in the work. I have to commit for the rest of my life to a chore of physical maintenance. So I have to go to the gym regularly. I have to endure pain. And, and it is taking on and acknowledging, accepting, and then enduring that pain or that cost, um, which can lead to potential. But I wouldn't say it's a direct, it, it is synonymous with potential. It is owning uh, your agency and responsibility in this world. And then also owning the, the success and profits that come with it. You know, I'm going to major in engineering. Atham is a perfect example of it. It's hard. He's got to work very hard, but he acknowledges it's going to be six years of full-time work and, and three-fourths time school. But then in the end, he, he is awarded the rewards, but then the government takes it away from him because most people in the United States are socialist parasites. Because single mommy Amy needs needs them gimme checks. <laughs> Fred Freeman Sowell, two bucks. Thomas lost all credibility after the 2012 Obama. It lost all credibility in the 2008 endorsement. That's when it lost it with me. They actually said, well, why you've been like a subscriber for 10 years. I'm like, yeah, you, you endorsed a socialist. What is wrong with you? And then they endorsed him again. Like, all right. The guy just jacked up the money supply. Like you wouldn't believe. And it goes against every economic thing ever. That's when they switched editors and editing staff and they wanted to become like the next NPR, the British NPR magazine. Well, hello there, love. How you doing? <clears throat> I know her. Fred Freeman saw two bucks. Can't be secretly a libertarian socialist. No, the, I am not an attractive fat woman. I'm not a tall uh, dwarf. I'm not a um, Asian Swede. There is no such thing as a libertarian socialist they're mutually exclusive. You are just a socialist. Okay. Or if you'd like to say parasite, right? Um, beggar, panhandler, lazy POS, right? Socialist, if you want to use the euphemism, but do not put libertarian in front of it because that's like you're a slow race car driver. <clears throat> Why well, even that exists, right? But you are, that doesn't exist. Uh, Will Dog Jones, two bucks. Nothing to say, just Merry Christmas. Oh, thanks, Will Dog Jones. Thank you very much. Rusty Shackelford, another generous 20. Look at him. Look at him. Give into the Cappy Fund, which, um, oh, I got to mention, <clears throat> at the request of, um, what's his name? If you guys don't, here, if you guys don't want YouTube getting a third, because you get a third of all the donations, I have an Amazon thing, um, wish list. And I'd have to get it if if you want to buy something or that's my, but they're pricey and they're nerdy. You could tell them an old man. It's like, yeah, he wants, you know, battery backed up like uh, flashlights and another solar panel array. Uh, but I do appreciate the donations here. But if you're looking like to help out with that, I, 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 yes, I know. I got to find the link uh, for $20. I just got back from the grocery store. At least a dozen people wearing masks on their chin. What's the point? Just because they're white and fluffy doesn't mean they're clouds keep yelling at them sheep yep yep i will well no i don't yell at the sheep i, I look at them and i i lick my chops 
how we're going to take advantage of them today. <clears throat> there are some, what's a lamb? I guess a lamb would be a, a baby sheep, right? There are some lambs or younger kids, maybe is that, but for a young sheep who are like, well, I don't know if I want to become a sheep. I might want to become a wolf. What's this guy over here talking? Oh, that's different. He's saying don't become a sheep. So you do get some young sheep who avoid becoming sheep because they tune in and consume a red pill in one way or another. Um, but I'll keep yelling at those clouds. Rusty Uoli, uh, five Australian dollars, AI, potentially beautiful system to destroying the unwashed masses. Yes, much love from communist Australia. Um, <clears throat> yeah, it's, it, you know, and you can't, you can't really fault Lenin or the communists. Hey, free stuff, make me your premier. And meanwhile, me and the premiers who sit here in Moscow will have caviar and cars. You all starve. Fred Freeman Sowell, five bucks seems some in the sphere advocate both return to monogamy and marriage on a macro level and spinning plates. But isn't this a contradiction? No, <clears throat> there's two types of girls, marriage material, not marriage material, marriage material. You spin the plates, marriage material. You think about committing. Um, But as a higher and higher percentage of, of women go from marriage material to not marriage material, the next best thing is spinning plates. It's like we don't have steak, sir, but we got chicken or lobster. I'll think I'll have the lobster. Oh, steak came in. Oh, maybe. Do you have? Can I get put an order for the steak? Sure. We'll see if there's some left. Right. Oh, no more steak. Uh, someone else got. It. Okay, I'll keep spinning, spinning plates. Fred Freeman saw five bucks. Was the pandemic the knockout for dating in the U.S.? No, no. <laughs> that was that was all long, dude. One thing I wanted to do, and I got to look it up. I want to find like old. Vogue magazines and Moselle and Glamour magazines, like, and read them from the eighties, because I'm kind of curious what was in there. I, I'd be really curious. Um, no, it wasn't dating apps. Made apps primary. Was the disease the knockout for dating in the U.S. It's made apps primary way to date, and very average girls now have a huge ego. Forty nine is for thing. No, girls were already um, moving that direction in the analog days. All the internet did was accelerate it and, and further polarize it. And Fresh and Fit have done some amazing work on pointing out the internet and Instagram, <clears throat> that, that effect on the um, on the people. I, I wish you're a little bit older. I, I really do wish, I mean, it, it's kind of funny. Like when you looked at your grandparents, you're like, oh, they lived in when dinosaurs roamed and technology and things are so different. It, you know, I'm old enough. Yeah, things were that different. People weren't fat. We were on our bikes. We played baseball. We we had neighborhoods, <clears throat> even in the city. I mean, now go back to Fat Albert, the cartoon. They they're even in the city. There were neighborhoods, and you'd run around with your gang, and not criminal gang, but a gang of boys. You know, you, you could see pictures, black and white, of of the days. Um, there were dances. Uh. You know, you went, you know, even something you never thought would go away, but dinner in a movie. Picking a girl up at, at home. Hello, Mr. So-and-so. Yes, is Susie home because you spoiled her rotten? She still lives at home at 21 years old. And you're going to tell me the lecture about how not to touch your daughter. Meanwhile, I know she sucked my other friend's dick. Okay, Mr. Jones, it's nice to see you. Yeah, I'll have her back by 11 there, Mr. Jones. Sure, because she wasn't going to do anything anyway. This is just one of three dates where the fourth date, that's why I plan to stick myself inside your daughter. 
up will 11 p.m. sharp, Mr. Jones. Yes, sir. You guys don't have that experience. <laughs> oh, <clears throat> those are good times. Uh, Pavel Razuyev, Razuyev, Razuvayev, five bucks. Happy Sunday. Thank you, Pavel. Uh, dung is fun. Five bucks. You guys always donate at the same time. You guys must be in the same time zone or something. If you want something love, you love you unconditionally, get a dog. Yeah, dogs are fun. I really would like a dog. I just wouldn't be able to spend time with it. The competent man, 10 bucks. Don't know if you heard Sixth Circuit Fed Corp ruled on Friday OSHA mandates can go forward. At this point, I think only solution is for some states to secede from the U.S. USA had a good run, but it's no, <clears throat> no one's going to secede. No one's going to do it. No one's got the balls. And if they do, I'll, I'll join them. Um. It's, I don't I don't care about the politics anymore. I, I have, again, focusing on the individual, I have taken action for myself to have a backup plan and to be able to live outside the United States. It's a long-term process. I don't have the raft built yet, but we have the beginnings of a raft built. <clears throat> um, I Fine. See, here, and here's what I like about it. Go ahead, mandate it. See what happens. See what happens. People are lying down. They're lying flat. It's the great resignation. Go ahead. Um, I think in the midterm elections, if if America has any sense about it, this would largely not even be Democrat or Republican, uh, an overwhelming uh, candidates should be running, you know, shouldn't. Yeah. Starting next next year, they'll start doing their campaigns and advertising. Uh, People should be running on. We're getting rid of of lockdowns and bans and all that we're done with this doing a, we're done with the with the root beer floats you run on that you don't say anything about budgets or anything or, uh, i'm ending the root beer floats <clears throat> that will they'll win maybe they get stronger on biden into doing something who knows i don't care and and i'll be i'll admit right now i'm so flipping about it because i live in south dakota and i i'm self-employed I, I won't have to ever force that. And I would probably go on welfare before uh, before interviewing with HR. I will. I will resign. I'll, I'm not interviewing HR. I'll have, you know, I'll go on welfare, whatever government programs. I'll go to the food bank. I'm not I'm not working a corporate gig again. That's not just not fair. You can pay me $15 an hour. That's all right. But if you lie, you cheat, you do any Josh Fluke stuff, I'll go. I'm, I'm, hey, you got food? Thanks for the food. I'm going to sit and play video games. <clears throat> I'm going to become Vlad Elkums. <laughs> Two bucks. Clary's just jealous about me flying to Portland. No, I'm not. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. You got to go there. The tornado chasing kid, uh, he left. He, it's interesting. You guys switched. He went to Texas. Now you're going to Portland. You guys switched. Maybe you can wave each other. <clears throat> Say hi to the fam. Nonstop Dre, two bucks. Reconnaissance in Texas is great. Next Florida, yeah, good. I, I'm glad you moved out because you were you were in a not left, not a uh, right free state. Sam whiskey, two bucks. Shampoo fun for Kathy. <laughs> I miss Mary Joel, cute gal. Uh, I will have yes, the shampoo fun for Kathy. Um, I will. Uh, I I I have like three bottles of shampoo. Because the girlfriend, like, oh, we got this shampoo. I'm like, no. 
and it's my shower because like this is like the leftover shampoo. I'm like, okay, <clears throat> we get through these. One bottle of shampoo. Well, what I don't care. You get one kind. That's it. There's one bottle of shampoo. I'm not having five bottles of shampoo. One. And you know why I can do that? Because it's my house. My house. You really shut up. Heard about we what we really ought to be doing for 50 effing years. It doesn't work. Shut up. The answer is one bottle of shampoo. I was having a chat <clears throat> with my old man and uh, I, I won't go into the details. And um, I said, this is what's happening at my house. He's like, man, you got to figure it out. I said, you boomers swallowed that feminist BS wholesale. Didn't you? <laughs> like the last is like, yes, yes, we did. I say not happening here. Not this house. He just laughed his ass off. It was good. Um. <clears throat> 10 bucks. Don't see how we will be able to keep things running with everyone so afraid of everything. Well, the Chinese will work for us. We will print off more money. Here's competent man. Come on. You listen to TFM. Let me explain how it works. We will continue to print off more money. The world will print off slightly more money than us. We'll say, hey, look at our big USA dick. We'll swing it around. And people say, oh, we'll reach off currency. Okay. And then we'll just pay uh, the Chinese among other nations to continue producing our stuff. And then they will give us our stuff. And then as the money makes it, it's through the banking system and, and kind of, not all of it will be exported inflation. So we'll stay domestic and our housing prices will go up and rent will go up and costs will go up. And then people will be like, why is everything so expensive? <clears throat> um, it's God. I, I just wish China and the export countries would form a block and say, we're not sending you any more stuff. You're paying us in gold <laughs> or Bitcoin. Oh, oh, would I have an economic erection six feet long? My, my, my balls or my, my dick would be as big as Dre's. If I saw all the export countries form a front and say we're only accepting gold, silver, or crypto. Oh, that would. Oh, I tune into the news again for that. I tune into the news for that. That would be amazing. Oh, the electricity would go out overnight here. <clears throat> it would be horrible. That would cause a collapse. That would absolutely all oh, be wonderful. It'd be wonderful. I don't even think the electricity would be on for me to watch that happen, but it would be wonderful to see it in person. Uh, incapable of any thinking of their own. Go along to get along, except coming to an end with hyperinflation. It would be a wonderful thing. I play the uh, um, Louis Satchmo. It's a wonderful world. And I think to myself, what a wonderful world. Nonstop Dre, two bucks. Is Cappy going to be Vlad's best man for his wedding? I have a feeling there will be no wedding because weddings and marriage is stupid. And people can commit and fall in love. They do not need the government or the state to make it a lopsided, one-sided, destructive contract. I will leave it up to Vlad Elkums and his not-girlfriend <clears throat> to figure that out. But um, I, I, I think we're all very clear that marriage is stupid. Marriage is dumb for both the men and women. I, a great quote. Dude, you want, you want a line? <clears throat> for those of you who have a girlfriend, committed girlfriend, 
Boomers would always come up to me. How long you been dating? And I'm you know, like three years. Well, when you gotta put a ring on it? And I and the GF has been there. I say, oh no, I want to keep having sex. And the husband <laughs> and the women just like, wow, wow, because they know it's true. It, there's your answer. Anytime anybody gives you any shit. Well, when are you going to put a ring on it? Well, when are you going to get married? Oh, no, I like having sex. You just say, well, because I want to keep having sex. And it shuts up all the stupid married people. Shuts them right the F up. Because the women get all sheepish. <laughs> the men just. <laughs> Sometimes they just smile. They look at you like. Mm. And it's these old times. They're stuck, man. They're stuck married. And they're like, you get them. Go get them. Guy, don't. It's not a show. It's not a shtick. It's not, ooh, I'm being edgy. It's not clickbait. No, don't get married. It's just the, the, literally the dumbest decision a man can make. One of the best decisions women can make, but it's one of the dumbest decisions men can make. <clears throat> so don't do that. Um, Mike, Mike, to add to competent man's super chat, Joker's review of the trial of how people can and become more and more sheeple like is concerning and becoming more as we progress. I I'd like to watch a guy. I'm busy. I I consume bachelors like uh, red meat dating stuff because I laugh. I enjoy the decline. I enjoy the show. I tune into Turd Flinging Monkey. I tune into Tipping the Odds Vegas podcast. I tune into um, World Class Bullshitters. I tune into Chris Beckloff. But I don't watch the news. I don't. I'm not long. I'm no longer concerned about. Oh, Aaron, did you know the Titanic hit an iceberg and it is sinking now? I knew that twenty years ago. You don't have to remind me. I'm having a drink at the bar. Okay, I'm listening to the music. I, I know. I got it. Okay, just, just listen to the music. Enjoy the drink. Maybe why you join me here? Why you enjoy the decline? X-Viking, five bucks. Hey, Cappy, just saying hi. Thank you. <clears throat> Thank you very much. 1K is going to happen. I'm working with city officials to assemble a, the parade room for Jubilee. <laughs> if you haven't already, one, subscribe to my channel and resubscribe. You may have been unsubscribed. That happens. You have to resubscribe because the googs. Um, then Capricorn, uh, I'm sorry, uh, and Safety Doc, he's approaching a 1,000. So after subscribing to my channel, please go subscribe to the Safety Doc's channel. Capragoon Capulus, two bucks. If you had to choose one, lift or run. And zero, the 20, a zero caliber gun or 22? I don't know what you're asking, Capragoon. Um, I would run because I don't find it anywhere near as painful. Um, it's It's good for your heart. And that would keep me alive longer in in the long run, I believe. I preferred, and I, <clears throat> I've given up both. Not really given up, but there's just basic maintenance on both of them. Because I'm trying to pack in all this stuff before I fly back home. That's going to happen in only a couple of days. So I got to earn in my, you know, today was supposed to be a day off. And I enjoy this one because I had a, <clears throat> I got to spreadsheets. I got spreadsheets. Fred Freeman sell two bucks. Will gals go re in March if Roe v. Wade? And it's not going to end 
They're going to go re anyway. They'll re. That's what they do is they re, Fred. They re all the time. Uh, Pavel, again, for five bucks. I'm all for great resignation because there's less competition. I got a great opportunity this year because nobody else showed up for you. Yeah, there's another reason. <clears throat> Maybe, you know, now's the time, guys. You want to get in. He's not wrong. You know, I'd walk in. I'm like, I'll be a truck driver. You know, I'm not doing diseases. I'm not doing sensitivity training. I will show up on time. I'll do the job. I'm not doing HR. Yes or no. Okay. No, bye. Welfare. Competent man, five bucks. Any broadcast plan for Xmas Day? Sort of like our, our, our here version tradition of the Queen's speech that the Queen gives every year in England. No, I I was going to do a very cappy Christmas. We did a very cappy Thanksgiving, but I won't be doing one because I'm going to be driving all over freaking Wisconsin and Minnesota. And I do need some time off. Uh, Michael, two bucks. C17H21NO4. Good. Thank you. I don't know what that is, but thank you. Mexi Mike, two bucks. Yes. Xmas podcast for Aaron's Bachelor Orphans. Do it. No, it, it, it's, um, it won't happen. Fred Freeman saw two bucks, but married men seem less bored than single men. No, no, they are not. No, they are miserable. They are bored. They're white. Let me explain to you. <clears throat> Please mark this. 123, 40 seconds. The number one cause of all marital problems is women get fat. Okay, that's it. Because all marriages, all love, all romance is based on physical attraction. Men have a larger demand for physical attraction than women. Men get the women, women get the men. Ha ha, now I could get fat because women love food more than men. I know I'm abbreviating this and paying with a very broad brush, but women love food and laziness more than their marriage and men. <clears throat> the men change. Women think the men change for no reason, but men don't have the balls to tell women, hey, you got fat. I don't want to have sex with you anymore. You ruined this very important thing for me in life, if not the most important thing. You just want one thing out of, men, out of women. Yes, yes, we do. Yes. I'm the only one who's got the balls to tell you. Since men don't tell the women they're getting fat, they just react. They shut down, literally like machine. They shut down. They don't produce as much. They get depressed. Women get fatter. Then they go find another guy to bang. And then there's a divorce of the girls. I'm not, he's not loving or exciting anymore. That's because you're not thin or hot anymore. They fall for a divorce. Boom. There it is. I just described all of American marriage for like the past 50 years. And if it, starts that's the snowflake that causes the avalanche ladies you get fat which is a huge betrayal that's that's the equivalent to cheating on a guy one would argue even worse and i'll say it again man if your woman gets fat you got every right to go and step out on her every right a lot of times people say like oh you should really break up with that if you're married i mean yeah. which if you didn't get married you'd have the negotiation ability huh don't listen to me. What do I know? I'm just a guy with a hat. Got to make it 223. Put a ring on it. I'd rather call her. Hey, there you go. <clears throat> That's what Vince over at the Masculine Geeks would say. Nonstop Dre, 362 bucks. When next show with the Great One and the Aussie? I don't know. Uh, the Greasy Pole, they do it every once in a while. Great One's got to come back from vacation. Um, um, Adam, he'll be around. Django Geek, two bucks. Pick apart this argument from a left libertarian. No, there's no picking. No. If you are a left libertarian, you are not rational or sane, and there's nothing to pick apart. It's like when you make a statement with empirical data and everything, and a leftist comes in and is like, oh, must be uh, nice to be so delusional. It's like, okay, you can't argue with that because they're not, they are not engaging in the argument, and they're just calling you names. So you can't 
that's why you don't really generally you don't try to argue with the leftists unless there's money involved and you have an established number <clears throat> you're going to bet on whether you're closer to it or he or she's closer to it. Socrates A, two bucks, laughing out loud, Michael with the chemical formula for cocaine. Fred Freewood saw two bucks. Why do women like food more than marriage? Biology. Yeah, well, and, and you could say this too about men. Men like, most people like food more than they like the opposite sex. Because single people are getting fat too. Everyone's getting fat. Meanwhile, the number one thing women want men is an in-shape guy and vice versa for men. And the biology is that it it's at a, a, a higher priority, a more important biological Darwinistic need, and that is survival. Laziness is your survival mechanism. So you don't expend more calories of energy that that what the environment could provide and you starve to death. But, you know, and and so it's not like a choice. Women love food more than they love men. It's their biology screaming at them. It's whether you have a frontal cortex, an independent person and not a sheep, which, again, I argue you're not. Seventy percent of you are sheep if we use obesity as a, as a as a measure. Do I eat the salad and, and work out and make my husband happy? Or do I, whatever, read any one of the numerous books that rationalize why Vig is beautiful and I, and I don't owe him pretty. You know, there's a book out there. We don't owe you pretty and we don't owe him sex. That's another thing. Okay, fine. Men can get fat too. But it, it is biological in nature, yeah. Django Geek, five bucks. You wake up from a plane crash on an island to find the other survivor hoarded all the edible food. He offers you a tray. One day food for a BJ. I kill him. Just that simple. <clears throat> There's no law. And that's a person, that's a person I wouldn't want to work. Like that person is a tyrant already. Like you want a moral reason to kill him because you're going to be a slave with that mentality. They're not going to, I would be like, oh, dang, are you all right? Look, here's all the stuff we got, man. Let's work together because we would have a higher chances. You know, we are talking game theory, but that's what I would do. Um, because long-term you stand a better shot working together than going against one another. Like I'm, I'm King, you slave. I just would kill him. Competent man, two bucks. Molecular form C17, may refer to as nose candy. Oh, okay. <clears throat> that's, uh, that's cocaine. Nonstop trade, two bucks. Donate cappy books to Carlson for Christmas. <laughs> I don't think they have a library. Uh, I think Wilson Library is the closest library, but I don't think they have a business. Who knows? Maybe they needed more money. Who needed more of a library? They would burn those books. David, 122 bucks. Prawn Hub released their viewing data. BBW not on the list. Really? No kidding, Dave. Really? Nonstop trade, two bucks. Operation Evil for Men. CSM, Carlson School of Management. Cheap short. Oh, cheap short men. Cheap short men. I guess the operation evil for men is like, um, hey, take my course on on grooming, and cufflinks and 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 fashion to get the girls. Like, no, no. <clears throat> Rich Cooper's book, The Unplugged Alpha. My book, The Book of Numbers. Uh, the last chapters tell you what to do. It, it's not that hard. That's the argument for leftist revolution. What's that? We owe we owed free shit. Is that the argument? They benefited unfairly as I sat here on my ass getting impregnated by seven different guys. And all my children are like half siblings. 
Is that is that the excuse? All right. <clears throat> there it is. I was only an hour and 30 minutes. I'll catch you guys later. Uh, get my books. We talked a lot about them today. They're good philosophical reads. They'll help you out practically. And don't become a philosophy doctorate. We'll see you guys later. Toodles. So uh, one thing I wrestle with, uh, let's get the volume up there. Uh, over the course of my life with uh, all my friends and people I interact with, they're like, you're always so dark. You're always so cynical. And uh, I, I I don't know why that is where they think I'm cynical uh, and I keep being proven right all the time over a long enough period of time. And I think maybe it's because uh, this is I'm not well was me, but they do come from more pampered background. I hate to use the privileged word because that's not what it, but they just come from pampered backgrounds. Oh, it's not so hard. Like, yeah, I suppose if mom and dad were paying my way through college, things would not be that hard. I might have a rosier picture. Um, <clears throat> but inevitably, all things that I kind of predict do kind of come true. And whether that was a dot-com crash or the housing crash or or whatever, um, my cynicism is is not cynical. It's proven, it's not pessimistic. It, I don't have a bias. Towards the uh, towards the negative, most other people have these rose-colored glasses on, and they think everything's wonderful, everything is awesome. And I'm like, what about the debt? You always so negative. No, no, it's there. Maybe I'm the only one that points out the gorilla in the room. Maybe that's it. Maybe no one wants to look at the gorilla in the room, and I'm the one that points it out. But then there's times, man, where I'm like, am I too cynical? Am I too jaded? <laughs> and life never fails me. No, <clears throat> sometimes it's even worse than I thought. And uh, I got a, a, an email text uh, from, uh, I won't mention his name, but a Russian. He's a, and we're going to call him a Russian agent in the field. That's what we got a little Lego Spetsnaz a guy up there. And this is in response to the Russian ballerina video. And this is, keep in mind, this is 15 years later, okay? Dude, I just watched your Russian ballerina video. You totally missed it, man. It's a trick that was widespread in Russia in the 90s. Ten girls all the way to intercourse, but pulls a hard stop at the at the pick. I think he meant prick or <clears throat> at the at the point of entry. They did so guys would force their way in, and then girls would file a uh, forcible bedtime fun time charge that they then drop for money or in case of foreigners if they marry them. As you were telling the story, I was laughing because I grew up in Russia. You are a good storyteller, buddy. Well done. Well, it's not a story. It's true. I mean, it's, it's a true story. And I'm glad you, my my risk of almost going to jail or being blackmailed, was. I found, I'm glad you found that entertaining. And I'll be honest, the best stories is when somebody else is at pain or at threat of, of danger. I, I, I do find that. I said... Holy cow, are you kidding? He says, I am not, man. She knew that you were in good shape when you guys danced. It's all BS. Girls like that, they don't become Americanized. They are just playing a role of a prey in front of some guys they think are hunters. Usually those guys are the ones who will feel like the girl is being a girl. They need to push through that last hurdle to get intimate. It's an effing trap, man. You got lucky that you were able to keep your cold head, your head cool, I think is what you're saying. It's not cold head, uh, head cool. Um, the, the, uh, didn't you say it yourself, man, that when she followed you and your buddy 
you and your buddy knew it was not right. Uh, we choose to not realize it, I guess, da, 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 blah, blah, blah. Um, <clears throat> yeah, yeah, and you're right. And I look back and look, there's no way to tell. But I'm going to throw there's an 80% 80 80 chance right because that fit the script so perfectly. That would explain all the behavior. Some of which the behavior I was still confused about. Like, to this day, why the heck did you walk out? <clears throat> and now that you describe it like that, one, okay, let me, let me explain another thing first. Rolo talked about this, where uh, people talk about last-minute resistance. And everyone's like, yeah, you got to push through that last-minute resistance. And uh, Rolo's like, yeah, I don't, I don't do that. And neither do I, because there's nothing that's a bigger turnoff than when a girl doesn't want to. Or it's kind of eh about it. And you could argue, oh, it's a front. No, man. I that that just because if a girl doesn't want to, then that forget forget that that goes into forcible bedtime fun time. All right. Um, that just is a it's a it's a boner killer. Oh, you don't really like because you don't want to if a girl doesn't want to be there, you just I mean, there's guys I, I don't know whether we're libertarians or maybe we're just moral. I have no idea. But and you'll by the way, we've all been there for you younger men tuning in. You will all be there, too. There will be a time. There will be a girl. It'll be all hot and heavy. Then it will come to like, OK, this is what this is about. Right. You're naked. That's twice. In my bed. Twice. Oh, I'm not right. What? And maybe you got to be a little bit older and more experienced. Okay. One is the, I don't want to, oh, but then it's like, okay, you're crazy. Like, okay, this is like, all right, I've just lost. Cause it's not just, I know a lot of girls think, well, you could just get it up for anyone. Like generally it's a true statement, but if there's some warped effed up mind games happening before that, like you build it up to that, you know, well, I won't have sex, but I'll give you a hand job. It's like, all right, okay, okay, that's another one. Where I'm like, I, I, all right, I just, just go. <laughs> I, I, I can't even get it up now. I, I was, my soldier was standing at attention, ready to go to war, and now it's just like, oh, all right, you know what? Here, just, just, no, no, it's, it is fine. It's just like, because then it's like, well, you don't want to. <clears throat> I really don't want to now, and so that's just generally a good policy. But it's also genuine. Like if a girl does like, all right. Yeah. Um, no, leave. <laughs> uh, Cause no, it's not going to happen. It, I don't want to happen. I really genuinely have lost all my physical desire for you. You can go now. <clears throat> Maybe we could get coffee sometime. Huh? Always found that a hilarious academic. Like, well then what the hell was all this for? Like, okay. you. It's all, like, we're just, cuddling buddies like is that oh good yay get out of here <clears throat> so that was one thing the other thing in hindsight man i i can't 100 percent guarantee or deny because we got but boy that does explain all of it because didn't i say something is wrong didn't it that aberrant behavior and you're in more danger than you think I talked about the one time I was in Wyoming and some of the local boys, cause they never got out of middle school said a really attractive girl over to me to hit on me. Cause they thought I was a homosexual and the re and I, I ended up figuring it out and I asked, well, okay, what's the deal? And she's like, Oh, well they thought you were gay. I'm like, why did they think I was gay? Well, cause you're wearing khakis. I'm like, 
it's Tuesday. I'm having lunch. I got to go back to the office. And so, but the short version, they had a girl come up and she's just like, Hey, and right off the BS detector went way up. What's wrong. And you girls might want to think about that. When a pretty girl talks to a guy, every guy has this natural instinct to not trust you. <clears throat> but that was, that was just a lighthearted joke on the part of some dickless wonders in Wyoming. Actually, that's implied when you mention Wyoming. You know, it's it's whether men got a real dick or not in Wyoming. That's the other thing. That should be the notable one. Like, wow, a dick full wonder. Oh, my goodness. But that that's if you're lucky. It's just a prank with the trailer park boys. It, if it gets to the bedroom fun time and that gray area, now we're talking danger zone. Now there's something wrong. <clears throat> and you look at it. You want to talk about predatory behavior. Oh, predatory grooming. That was it. You look at it. That makes complete sense. The You know, I da- danced with it. Then she followed out, started talking, went right up, right up. Like I'm thinking like, this is perfect. Everything's, this is how it should be. That's how it happens in the movies. <clears throat> and oh, no. What? What? And yeah, if you were another guy, you were another guy at, at God Almighty. I, can, I don't want to mention too much details, but she never said no, but would say something that was like, well, that she doesn't really want to. You know, the, the, the what do they call it? The uh, validation sex. It's not transactional. It's validational where they're ripping your clothes off. They want it. That. There you go. I could go to war with that. Uh, oh, I don't know. Okay. Oh, Jesus. Just not only. Okay. Not only is the night over and I respect you. Get out of here and never come back. <clears throat> Waste my time. Lead you on like that. But yeah, you're right, man. That was very prey and predator. You look back like, yeah, sizing me. What was wrong with my friend? Why couldn't she go after him? What was with me? He was an okay, good-looking guy. He had more money than me. I remember I was in the... Maybe that's what it was. Maybe it was because she looked at I lived in a basement. She's like, oh, you know. Or maybe she was going for resident. Who knows? Who knows? But it makes complete and perfect sense now. And even I was not cynical enough. I just thought it was some mental trauma. She <laughs> Nope. Cappy was a mark. Cappy was an easy mark. <laughs> And it's hard, man. <clears throat> you know, you, the the balance you got to strike because there are so many women. You can't just all women are like, you can't paint with that broad a brush. But the consequences and the risks for you effing up in this game and finding the wrong, it's it's like uh, Muslims, you know, <clears throat> the vast, if you didn't know, the vast majority of Muslims are not terrorists. But it just takes one in the punch bowl to kind of like, whoa, we got to wait a minute. Hang on now. So you got it. And now as a liberty, you always judge by the individual. Okay, as a libertarian or just an ethical person. So, but then there's guys on the red like, oh, no, it's not that bad. You got to go out. You got to date. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and, and then girls, no, you're all, you're all over worrying about it. <clears throat> you're not going to get me too. Da, da, da. Then this comes up. This is why. And then you look at the numbers. God almighty, guys, get this book. 
And I think this is about as empirical as it gets. And this isn't a promo for the book. It's like to discuss this act because, damn it, man, your lives depend on this. Even uh, what we got in here, Randy Bentwick, the Pence principle. You know, that guy, no, wrong. That guy over there across from the, the yellow gal, that guy. Oh, man. <clears throat> and I do appreciate a Russian agent in the field. But damn, man, you're right. That, what? You, I'm playing it back. I'm like, holy crap, that that was close. 15, 20 years later, I didn't realize, I didn't realize how close it was. It's like having a picture. Someone's taking a bunch of pictures of you and you lean up against the wall like smiling. And then in the next picture, there's a bullet hole right next to your head and you didn't hear it because of whatever reason. And you look back at the picture. What is that? Is that a bullet? I was that close to death. <laughs> oh, and all you can do is laugh at it. Uh, but boys, you got... Look, girls, it's sad. I, I, it's to the point. If a girl treats a guy nice, you, you almost got. And here's another thing. One final thing. <clears throat> we'll get to the super chats. What handful there are. I, I didn't realize how correct Adam Piggott was. Uh, who you can find pushingrubberdownhill.com. Get his book, Pushing Rubber Downhill. But I really got to tip my hat to him. He and he, I asked. I said, I, I thanked him. I compliment. I would say, Hey, Adam, I did a thing about you don't want to be a seven or an eight. He's like, what are you talking about, mate? And I said, you, you, I think he wrote a post even. He did, he's like, you don't want to be a seven or an eight. Maybe it was his podcast, of which the archive is still there. <clears throat> so if you want to binge on a podcast this Christmas, you can. And he was talking about how you don't want to be a seven or an eight because that's the gray zone where girls will give you some crumbs from their table. They will have some interest in you, but they'll never be satisfied with you. And they will always go for the nines and the tens. They're always going to trade up. So you, and there was a um, psychological study. I don't know how they got it. Maybe they did study on apes or rats or something like that, where I think it was rats and pellets, where there was a pellet dispensing device. And the way to get the rats to hit the pellet device constantly was not to do one for one, because if he, if it was a reliable response where you hit it and a pellet came out, then the rats or the mice or whatever, knew oh i only need to go to there to get the pellet when i'm hungry but if it was completely random like five times then maybe you get a pellet and to 100 times the, then the rats got addicted and would hit the thing because they didn't know when it was coming you know they had they'd eat one but they keep going back to it <clears throat> so they got addicted and that irregular reward is what will get you sevens and eights to like I don't want to say become stalkers, but like try harder, become addicted. Where you're like, oh, I gotcha. Wait. And you spend so much calories of energy and so much mental stress and pain uh, because you're occasionally, well, how, how many of you, seven or eight, maybe even a high six? Oh, God, this is, this is the majority of instances. I would have some success, initial success with women. We have sex or whatever. And I'd assume erroneously that, okay, I would see her again. No, gone. Or would things would be going great and then disappear? Or, uh, or like, no, I got lukewarm. <clears throat> this had nothing to do with you. was drunk one night and sober the night. It has nothing to do with that. This was just, like, what? And then you're like, well, what did I do? Because you're trying to figure out the formula so you can improve. No, man, you're just in that gray zone. That's it. 
there's there's a guy who there's enough of a population of men who do have an interest in your girl or your girl who's a seven or an eight that she can be lured away. She's really liking the nine or the ten. She's really liking the Vlad Elkums. She's really liking the Fred Freeman Sowell or the nonstop trade. She that's where her heart is affixed. And she couldn't get him, but she'll she'll give you like, oh yeah, I guess I do want some dick. <clears throat> it's not the best, but it's it's cappy dick, you know, it'll do. It's Wonder Bread. <laughs> A likening your bread, your, your unit to bread styles. But that, and that's what you have to worry about here. And I'm wondering if that was, didn't, if, if they hadn't been attuned to like, okay, he's a seven or an eight. He'll, he'll do, he'll keep going. He's, he knows girl, yeah, dancing. Lord knows what, what the decision was. Or 10 or a nine or a 10. I don't know if they would have like, yeah, okay, this is, you know. But that, you guys are in a danger zone there where you're going to try too hard. And, it's like, and then all of a sudden, now, now it's stalking or assault or harassment or something like that. <clears throat> and you've, that's how, you guys had that. Like, wait, what's going on? What? I thought we had. And then, like, you try and, you try and figure out whether, like, you know, like, you go to a place and the girls are like, what are you doing with this? I have Like, whoa, okay, okay. I'm out of here. I'll see you. Bye. So there you go. Not cynical enough, Cappy. <laughs> nonstop trade. You are underappreciated and overlooked. You speak the, your truth. Thank you, nonstop Dre. Who, by the way, is one of those nines and tens. He doesn't deal with it. He doesn't, he doesn't have to worry about Russian women coming over here, seducing him into the forcible bedtime, not fun thing to get residency or money. <clears throat> Alan Beeble box $5 Merry Christmas this is not a charity contribution what do you mean not a charity contribution what you expected me to do something I, or are you just enjoying my pain so much I do appreciate our Russian agent in the field for pointing that out this is some that really will help men going forward now this is again this is quite some time in the past where the former Soviet Union, they, if you don't know your former Soviet his, uh, history, they broke up in 91. And it took at least 10 years just to get back to reorganize from a Marxist economy to, to a relatively free market economy. More free market than what, what the United States has now. <clears throat> and um, they, they were poor. They, they Definitely poor. So there was definitely those. Um, yeah, and I know a guy who's now on his fifth mail order bride from the former Soviet bloc. And um, I even took that girl to the, the, their wedding. That's how long ago this was. Um, do you have any other potential allegation stories? I, they're not, not really not well potential. Yeah. I mean, well, yeah, I guess everything is potential. I mean, if, if uh, what's his name? Kavanaugh, something comes back from 36 years ago. That doesn't maybe not even happen. <clears throat> we all do. And like, as and anyone else, yeah, I didn't bat a thousand. Have you made a drunk approach, Dre? Were you uh, impolite and untowards? Um, you know, God almighty, back in the day, dancing, I'm talking like middle school, your hands were on a girl's ass. Oh yeah. Uh, we're, we're all, we're all me toable. All of us. Um, the only one that makes me like, I look back, I'm like, what? Uh, I think I've told it again in, in the past, but uh, when uh, out with a group of people, 
um, and had a good old time with them. <clears throat> and this one gal and I hit it off. We went back to her bedroom. We didn't have uh, any sex, but we played around and she didn't want to. And it's like, okay, fine. You know, you try your best, but I ended up falling asleep and, and that was it. Um, there was no sex and uh, not for lack of trying, but there was no sex. And then uh, several days later, I see the same group of people like, hey, guys, what's up? And but man, I got the stink eye from all of them. And at the time, probably brand new, fresh captain, wasn't experienced captain. Oh, they keep trying to promote me to major or, or half bird colonel. And I don't take it. Um, but I always like, well, that's weird. I thought we were all buddies that one time. And now in hindsight, I look. And probably what happened is I walked out of her bedroom. Someone saw it and then she had to explain it. And I, and I still to this day don't understand it where, oh, yeah, we, oh, yeah. I mean, when you kind of like, yeah, what do you want to bang a teacher? You know, a little hint there. What, like, oh, yeah, yeah, man, no, we didn't do anything. I don't know what the shame is. Oh, what, you, you like men? Is that the problem? What, you got to cut? I don't understand. I just don't. Um, I don't know how people thought we got here. Yeah, all right. But that's why I'm like, did she say I did something that wasn't? And then, not me, but I told the time that I thought I caught the the grapist. Remember that story? I was in college. I was off duty, but still in uniform, coming back from a shift. And a friend of ours, female, was acting all weird and hugging her teddy bear. And then, like, and in, well, I'll tell you the story, then I'll do the hindsight take. And after like pulling teeth, you finally found out that she claimed she had been having the forcible debt bedtime. And then I had to track the guy down, but I didn't have my radio because I was off duty. And I opened up the door and it was the hockey team from a, from a visiting <laughs> state college and all big. And I'm like, you, you stay here. I say the rest of you don't go anywhere either. I completely bluffed. Because this is when Cappy was 118 pounds because so many people loved him and wanted to support him. And I lied and said, all the cops are out there and we got all the all the out-of-state license plates marked down. So you might as well just stay here and, and the bluff worked. And then we got a cop to show up. And um, the, the cop said, all right, everyone just calm down and thank God because he was older and wiser. And he says, well, we'll figure this out. Because he knew, like, of all the fake accusations. So, in hindsight, then later on, this girl, turns out she had mental illness, was on multiple drugs. And naive, stupid, young, idealistic Cappy, like, the concept that a girl would lie about such a thing, didn't believe it. It would be like sperm jaggy. Just, no, women wouldn't. That, that's so, <clears throat> no, it does happen. And in hindsight, you look at it, it's like, yeah, why didn't you go to the cop? Christ almighty, I mean, I was campus security, wasn't a cop, but we were part of the police department. Why didn't you come to me and say, I need to get into the cop place? And it turns out there was no sex. Um, he may have copped a feel or something like that, but there was no forcible. And then you look back like, oh, my God. She didn't go to the cops because she just wanted attention. She like get too far. She didn't leave. Uh, and now and she's mentally ill too. And I and, and whereas I thought hero, Cappy got the bad guy, you know? 
good, good for Cappy. You're a good man, good citizen. You you stop a you stop the forcible bedtime, not fun guy. And I look back, like I'm gonna send an innocent man to jail. What the heck panic did that guy have? And, and that and and then it's like whoa. It was like those movies where you find, I'm fighting for truth, justice in the American way, like Invincible, the cartoon. You find out it's much, whoa, you're not, your team is not the good team necessarily. It's not as black and white as that. <clears throat> so that's one, you know, where you look back and you kind of feel like crap. You know, like when I caught a bike thief, okay, I felt good about that. When I walked, you know, thousands of people home, arguably preventing various burglaries and, and, forcible back alley not fun time you feel good about that that one i didn't feel good about even though i dumb and stupid non-stop jay again the great one is right you too optimistic <laughs> he's coming back soon it'd be good to see the great one again yeah i am uh darren the great two bucks yo cappy what's your email so you, i could send you my work uh, go to assholeconsulting.com darren Fill out the form, and I'll email you back. Then you can send me an attachment. Leonidas, 320 generous Canadian dollars. I've just started building my life raft out of Canada. Worst case scenario, how long will the till the tanks roll in? You could speak on America decline if you're not familiar with Canada. Or um, what, what tanks? I mean, seriously, what tanks? Canada doesn't have a military. Um, and they're not going to, I don't think Canada will roll out the tanks, but I, I, don't, I don't know. I can't predict the future. I'm not concerned. It's not the tanks I'm worried about. I'm worried about the economic stability. That's why I'm the electricity primarily. How long until the electricity goes out? Because we created so many liberal arts majors and social science majors to sit there and whine and bitch and and panhandle for a living versus linemen and electrical engineers and electricians and computer people and, and other people who actually produce things. That's what I'm worried about. Let's go, Brandon. Two bucks. I got me two twice in three years. Trust it happens. Yeah, it, it's <clears throat> this book. Get this book. Do what's in the book. It's a dark book, but I mean, that's, you know, it's it's like seatbelts. What are the chances you get in a car accident? Very low. I think it's like one in 500 chances. But if you get in one, you want to have that seatbelt. Yeah, it's inconvenient. Yeah, it's a pain in the ass. But put on your seatbelt. And that book is your seatbelt. On Stop Dre 2, how would you rate your girlfriend on a scale of 1? Eh, 6.5. I mean, look, 6.5. But when you throw in kindness and financial acumen and profession, like uh, like all the other non-physical ones, like an 8, 8.5. Actually, you throw it now, well, <clears throat> you throw in the cooking and everything. Obviously, a nine, nine and a half. Yeah. I mean, the, the holistic, but, but rate, no, only a 6.5. And I learned that you don't, you don't go after a girl. Your, your looks are better. You, you just don't. You go after a girl you like enough to, to have sex with, you find physically attractive enough. And then, and then you insist on fiscal discipline, no debt, financial act together, real job, maturity, punctuality shows the F up on time. And, you know, we could all debate, but that will take a girl from a 6.5 to a nine and a 10. Um, But yeah, you don't, you God almighty. 
You don't even date nines or tens. I mean, you go have sex unless you're a nine or a ten. You're self fun, okay? <clears throat> but you 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 don't date nines or tens. You go have fun with them if you can, and and then you don't marry a nine or a ten. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. Uh, Ryan Silva, two bucks. Import films firms in Vladivostok good for economics majors. Import firms. Oh, okay. Uh, Rusty Shackelford. Oh, two bu- 20 bucks. Thank you. Go yell at Clouds Hold, man. Thank you, Rusty. If you all want to follow my um, TikTok. If you're bored, you want more Cappy. I don't know. I got 20 videos up on TikTok, and they're only like three minutes long. But my uh, my uh, handle is man who yells at clouds. Nonstop Dre, five bucks. I know a guy who almost got trapped by his ex-girlfriend who suddenly got baby rabies when she saw his tax return and how much money he made. <clears throat> he got lucky. Vlad Elkums would be in jail if it wasn't for me and a cop buddy. Mark, now he may disagree. Mark, but he would have been in jail because he was getting lined up by his, his ex was psycho. This happens, man. This happens. You know, you got, you're going to get in a car accident. Um, you're going to catch diseases. Uh, some people get cancer and other people get get uh, trapped. It happens. And you should you should take measures to protect yourself against it. <clears throat> uh, Atham, I don't know what it is. I'm sure it is some little animal gyrating very quickly with farts or poops. And maybe the Mexican flag in front of it. You never know. Non-stop Dre, two bucks. Remember, gents, no good deed goes unpunished. That is true. But that that is nothing. That's just in general. That's just in general. Uh, there you go. Okay. So I'm glad we had that. Again, guys, get this book, The Book of Numbers, Analyze the ROI of the Pursuit of Women. And, and more germane to this topic, you should really get this one, The Pence Principle. It's short. It, it And I think we all know it here. But if you got a young buddy or a young friend, someone who's like, oh, but she loved me for me. Ha, ha, ha. She said, don't use condom. Well, I, I, I should have said she. No, guys. Yeah, I know. Chances are I won't crash my bike that one day riding without my helmet. But then you have a TJ Martinell moment and you don't even have a helmet. You don't have a, a jacket on and you F yourself up. So please go get a helmet. Wear a helmet. Wear a jacket. Put on your seatbelt. Um. You know, eat your vegetables, whatever. That's it. All right. We'll see you guys later. Toodles.